Hello and welcome to episode seven of Light the Way podcast. My name is Natalie Farrell and I am your guide here in this podcast. And episode seven is called Loosening the Lot, the Knots that Strangle Your Soul. So welcome, and it's actually been quite a time since I recorded uh, episode six, a little bit of a quantum shift going on. But in actual fact, just listening in and learning that sometimes taking a break is the best thing to do. So I am recording this episode from Mexico. Uh, So if you can hear the wind, you can hear all sorts of sounds of nature and maybe even my neighbors um, talking, then please just enjoy this ambient recording. Um, So welcome. So as I said, this is going to be moving into loosening the knots that are strangling your soul and if you are reading the book light the way which was published at the end of 2021 by unbound press um, and i wrote in the the pandemic uh, then this is wake up call stage three tough love love tough the ruby amongst the rubble so let's kind of take a few minutes to settle in to this space and I always invite you to create a soul sanctuary so create a space even if you're listening to this while you're you're driving to you know to to breathe into the air within within your space uh, if you're on the move um, to feel your back against the chair to to really you know, enjoy where you're at right now. But if you do have the luxury of creating a space, then do. I'm just popping my feet up. Uh, I'm going to take off my flippy flops and yeah, just really sit back and enjoy. I'm going to be telling stories as always. Uh, and as always, there's some deep debaters. <laughs> deep debaters that come that come into these episodes and perhaps the reason why we've also had a break from this because attachment is the weakest link was episode six if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes in uh, in the podcast series you can go all the way back to season one and then season two is is the kickoff for the accompanying uh, episodes for the for the book so yeah i think that uh deep debaters so things come up don't they when you start to look into the purpose of your soul maybe you've not even thought about what is my soul's purpose we talk so much don't we about the soul we talk about spirit um and even if you're not hanging out in in crowds that or with tribes that talk about this, uh, this, this stuff. <laughs> um, you know, those words, we already know them. They're in our vocab. They're, they kind of circle around us in our, in our periphery. Whether it be our vision or, you know, with, within our... Yeah, within our states of, states of being. So... What I mean by strangling your soul is that 
the limits, the the ancestral things that you uh, the the dehabilitators that you may have brought in through the ancestral lines that you might not even know about. And as we begin to untie the knots that strangle our soul, we start to see and perceive aspects of our life with more love, which leads us into forgiveness, um, which allows us to start to you know, really find the ruby amongst the rubble. And uh, I know it's a metaphor, but seeing the rubble as, as the mistakes, the rubble as the you know the unshiny things within our lives because you know what it's not all about the shine at all you know we really embrace the light we really embrace the darkness you know we sit in the darkness because when we sit there then we we appreciate the moments of 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 lightness or for example this morning um in my gorgeous hut in the jungle um i was doing a a, a home workout um, so, so while I'm traveling, if you don't know this about me, I have an absolute passion um, for, for keeping fit. Um, and I have a, a whole highlight on my Instagram, which is at Natalie R. Farrell, um, where I'm sharing my journey um, from being 40 now to 41, fit at 41. Uh, so if you want to go and check it out and see the progression of that. Um, but, you know, it's this self-worth unconditional friendship with myself that helps me to wake up on a daily basis and have these rituals um, and one of them is working out in the morning and waking up my body um, and I was thinking you know like there was one or two exercises that were really burning that were really really hurting and I moved towards that burn and hurt because I know that it's only going to last for a while and then the euphoria the uh, the release of ad adrenaline that comes from the workout you know makes me realize that that burn <laughs> is worth it and I'm worth it and you're worth it right <laughs> So as I said, welcome if you're here for the if you're here for the first time. If you're um, picking up on this, I'm really, really, really excited that episode seven is finally landed. Then please do you know connect, leave comments, subscribe, because um, it makes your life easier and it keeps us more and more connected. So let's think. It would be so much easier, wouldn't it, if we could look into our future eradicating all the shit we have to get rid of in order to be the shiniest version of ourselves. But as I said, kind of where is the fun in that? The mistakes are your gold dust, darling one. And that's why here in this wake up call stage three, we're going to start going all in. Get dirty. Are you ready to get dirty? Mm -hmm. Dig deep and start your very own soul excavation. Hmm, I love that. Ready to reveal this ruby within your soul. And as I said, I'm just placing my hand on my heart. So, you know, maybe if you can do that as well, if it's safe to place your hand on your heart and, you know, know that it's there, that it's always been there. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? And 
as we start to excavate, we start to face the truth. And as we face the truth, this speeds up the healing process. Now, it can be slow to begin with. It was funny, actually, a friend of mine said to me, well, but why, why do we need to heal? Mm, good question. I love questions. If you've got any for me, then please do connect. Why do we need to heal? Well, I suppose we can kind of look at it metaphorically in the sense of if we, if we get ill, we need to slow down because the body needs time to heal. And when we're going into soul excavation work, we start to dig, dig into our own excavation, dig in and find, you know, the things that have been stopping us, the fears, all of, you know, what's holding us back, you know, and that question, which is just one of the greatest coaching questions is what's stopping me and you start to learn what's stopping you start to learn what's blocking you and i'm just loving it so i'm just going to tell you that we have a cenote here it's like one of these water holes from these underground um, cave systems and all these people are walking past smiling because they've just enjoyed the beauty of the cenote another metaphor right you know you're going into your own you know into your own cave system and you're kind of going into the darkness to to start to find things find things that you didn't even know that were there or that you were hiding from okay so perhaps you know perhaps also as you're going into this healing process heal in heal inwards that you're gonna have to start kind of shedding and shifting and not just things but potentially people from your life and you know I had to do this myself um, I had to start to understand how to cut out certain relationships in order to be able to to get deeper into my soul excavation to know who I was and to you know to get really really dirty with the questions so this kind of leads me to my modernist view on divorce um, this might sound like a little bit random um, but it will come clear in the become clear in the um, the process of revealing the ruby within your soul so I feel if marriage equals celebration of love, why can't divorce also equal a celebration of freedom and love, self-worthiness? So freeing both the male and the female wounds of failure and not being strong enough to cope with the bound space of mismas, mismatched matrimony. Oh my God, what a mouthful. So the failure, as I said, of this bound space of mismatched matrimony. So perhaps you're in a space right now where, you know, you've tried things, you've questioned yourself, but divorce is kind of popping up. And there always becomes so much shame around divorce and guilt. And as I say, isn't it a celebration of release? A celebration of seeing that recognizing that recognition that two souls actually can pass on and pass through 
and release with love and know that you know you've spent that time together but now you can release and and allow each other to to move on and you can also deeply allow this relationship to you know to to move up and offer it to god to source to the universe so that it can each other can go and find you know a new fresh love whether that be uh, you know a landscape with your a land mapping with yourself um in order to find uh find another and i know it's cheesy but it's so true that you need to fall in love with yourself before you can find that deep relationship with with somebody else so the associations attached to getting divorced appear to be totally out of alignment. Another thing to fear. And why this all came up for me is because my parents, they got divorced. I believe my story recalls it um, at the age of 13. And in my experience of the process of divorce, as a witness with friends, close family, as I said, my own mother and father, um, family members and clients, um, is that it's quite an unspoken taboo subject. Frustratingly, both pre and post procedure, as people cling on to the association that divorce equals failure. And this false belief of failure is a breeding ground for self-deprecation with shame as its inequitable leader. Mm-mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> Following close behind are the guilt gremlins who hang on like the soul suckers that they are, feeding into the spiraling negative talk, circling around until the human actually believes their own failure. But what if you are alone now so you can grow at your own rate? Mm. What if you have to go through this pain to rise stronger, more evolved, to attract a higher vibrational level? Letting go of the other person so that they can too grow to attract a higher, at a higher vibrational level. What is this opportunity to heal and bring unspoken words to the surface? Let's just say that again, to heal. And as you heal, bring the unspoken words to the surface. So the feelings that we're eating you both up inside or eating you individually inside can now be fully expressed and healed. And that's why we need to heal. You know, after my own parents' divorce, I lost contact with my dad for seven years. The only contact I had was the occasional postcard, which was always positive and sealed with love and unspoken undertones of, I'm sorry, I miss you. I'm sorry, I miss you. And I was a teenage girl and I was, at that point, I was in need of reassurance and support. You know, I really was. And the disconnection between us was emotionally turbulent. And the subsequent ripple of emotions from the divorce led to much confusion for me. Hence why, you know, after all the, the healing and the soul excavation, you know, I really do see, um, you know, it as a celebration of freedom. You know, I had no idea if he loved me, missed me, thought of me. I felt abandoned. I felt under, I felt... I didn't understand really. And you can go to the book to, to, to kind of read deeper into my story about that and how it, you know, how the divorce actually led dad and I to, 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 get, to, to getting closer 
But it wouldn't have happened without the soul excavation. It wouldn't have happened without me finding the ruby um, amongst the rubble. And also, I saw the ruby within my father, within my dad's own rubble, within, you know, my mum, within my sister, within the whole of the family unit, um, so that we could all heal in our own separate ways and divinely heal together. So can you relate to this? Is there someone in your life whose habits have made you want to learn more about the reason or reasons why they behave in any particular way? And during your soul searching, and during my soul searching, you'll begun to understand that the behaviors of a human do not define a human. They are merely a reaction to their own self-pity, lack and lack of self-worth. An external representation of a trapped soul, perhaps, taking advantage of your kindness and your time to their own selfish advantage. Yet doing the best that they can at that point in time while screaming from side, help me, I'm drowning. You release yourself from the unreciprocated relationship bind and you can release them to move on their own path with a new choice with or without you. So we take this time to think about enjoying taking the full expression of you on an adventure. You know, and when we're taking these trips of, you know, divine intervention of deep excavation, you know, we really, you know, we still live our lives. We still get up on a daily basis, as I said, still get up and and uh, and do the rituals that we have um, or the, the patterns that you follow in the morning, the things that light you up, the things that make you feel really great. Um, so it is interspersed. I mean, okay, you might choose to, to go away. Um, like some people in this area where I'm at in Mexico, I know that they're coming here for those definite, like a week or two weeks to really be in a very still space because sometimes you do have to devote that time or really get away from the environment and the space that you're in so that you can truly meet yourself um, and meet others you know and start to build that tribe but you know enjoying taking this full expression of you on an adventure okay so if we continue to follow the old paradigm models and outdate traditions, then how can we expect two souls to meet in an expression of their fullest potential? And if we continue to step into relationships built on false love, how can we ever give ourselves the opportunity and experience to love unconditionally? So what kind of answers come up for you? See what thoughts arise for you. You might need to rewind and, and write those questions down. What conditions belief, what condition beliefs have you been playing out for most of your life and as you start to loosen the knots that strangle your soul you start to cut those ties that are keeping you stuck you perhaps you release the codependency if you're stuck in procrastination, stuck in dilemma, stuck in love, stuck in fear, stuck in patri patriarchal stereotypes, whatever is your sticking point, 
I invite you to begin to loosen yourself from the suffocation and cut those negative ties. Mm, beautiful. Cutting those ties. And then knowing that you are comfortable in your skin. I am comfortable in my skin and I am ready. Ready to be seen. Ready to roar in my raw vulnerability. Ready to trust the truth. Ready to show up as a soul-fueled human being. Ready to keep faith in the inner guidance I receive daily. Moving me ever closer to living a life of pure, wild and free abandonment as I shower myself in self-congratulations for being me. I now invite you to take five minutes just sitting and receiving the medicine from this exchange. Feelings may rise to the surface. That's perfectly normal. Notice them, but know that you are not them. They are a guide. Feelings are a guide for you to dive deeper into the areas of your life that you have been avoiding. I call these the voids, darling ones, the dark spaces which have been, you've been fearing, ignoring, scared to face or even still, scared to admit to yourself out loud. So go find that ruby that's hiding amongst the rubble. And know also, darling, that the feelings and the void from now on are going to be your greatest teachers. So as I said, if you're enjoying this, uh, there's a heap, a whole load of other episodes. Uh, share with your friends, please. Share with your tribe, even. Um, connect with me. As I said, uh, I'm most uh, visible on Instagram, Natalie R. Farrell. Um, my website is nataliefarrell.co. And uh, there's always new offerings, new ways to connect. So until later, until episode eight, whenever that's going to be. Bye bye for now.